It's kind of painful watching people all of a sudden fall in love with something and their hearts just wrapped up in it. And it's like, we could have done this. We could have helped you. We could have coached you through this. You just have to have those conversations sooner and get your ducks in a row. Preparation is key for anybody who is successful in their endeavors. That's Bobby Kelly, the new CEO and team leader for Keller Williams Central Coast. On the February Market Report episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, you'll meet Bobby and her feelings about the market from a macro view as she adds her perspective to what is going on in the early parts of the year. And the team discusses how the San Luis Obispo market is unique from any other market in California. February Market Report time with your host, James Bueno. How big things. Big things, I think, are happening to us. Yes. Yeah, but we have a guest today we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, very excited about we're that. Gonna, we're going to question her and just put her on the spot the entire time. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. totally joking. Uh, so you've clicked on the Slow County Real Estate with Mr. Hal Swayze. Hal, how are you? I'm great, James. JT, you you're back. I'm back. As always. When was I gone? <laughs> well, just from the last time we were here, I think. Yeah, yeah. you're back with us. Okay. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. For the men's I mean, room. I'm back. You're from back the, from, from the, the men's room. <laughs> from the men's room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's get right to it, and let's talk about our guest. Oh, yeah. So it's exciting. We have a new, I'm going to call for uh, our lay people, coach and president of our company uh, at Keller Williams Central Coast, Bobby Kelly. Bobby's been with the organization a long time. She's uh, got a ton of energy, and she just moved into this position. Uh, Jay, who was in the position, has gone back in the trenches to be with uh, us. So, um, you know, it's great to have some new energy, and yeah. Bobby's awesome. Is this a good time for Bobby to talk? Yeah, about well, well, first of all, we got to give her the customary oh, welcome. My God. Applause, yes. They, they all get it. Oh, and uh, did I hear that on, on my headphone? No, no, no. And Jeff's here too, by the way, everybody. It's just a very raucous crowd. J- Jeff is. is always here. Yeah. We can't do this without Jeff. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's true. Who okay. is Bobby Kelly? Yeah. Anyway. Who is Bobby? Um, yeah. yeah, new team leader. Um, we call that within Keller, team leader. So CEO from the outside. And I've been with Keller about 10 years um, and just absolutely love the organization and have have been in it kind of in the same way. Not at the level of you guys, but full-time mom, realtor, all the things, mm-hmm. and have stuck with it to the to this point. So yeah. it's been great. So to get to your current position as mm-hmm. the team leader, CEO of Keller Williams, you spent some time in the in the trenches uh, with the rest of us, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I have a heart for real estate. I love it, and am also thankful right now to to be in a different position and taking a break from that. Well, we're so excited to to have you join our podcast uh, we we love having the uh the point of view of of someone who's working on the business and with 200 agents uh you just i know you're going to add to this podcast and make it even better we've all been parents almost right and so all of us here and quite honestly i do know this about bobby she you know it, it, not everybody can be a coach Right, but you definitely have other people's interest and success in mind. You put that first, and that's that's so helpful because this can be a challenging situation. It's a challenging place, but to have a strong sounding board like Bobby, it's uh, we're just lucky to have you. So Thank you. I'm glad you can join us here. Me too. Hey, I, I have fun. I have a question for you, being that you're sitting in a similar position that I used to sit in in my my first career. That's right. I'm going, how much time do you spend leading sales versus spending time as a shrink with your agents? I don't even want to admit that. (laughs) I don't don't think they, yeah, I think they all think I'm their best friend. So that's, 
they yeah, might not see it that way. It's important yeah. to to help people get their get their mindset right mm-hmm. because you can't be at your best in the business if your mindset's missing, right? Right. Well, yeah. yeah. You and I were just talking about that before this started. That your who you are can get in the way of your business, or it can build it big time. Right. So yeah. you have to be on point with your own growth if you want to be successful in this industry. Do we have a topic for today? The beginning of the month. Yes. I can't say the date because I'll get yelled at. Right. Right. So usually we do what market. Yeah, we're going to read the Let's market update. The market. But I can't believe it's February. February. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. February. Wow, <laughs> super fast. Yeah, yeah. We're, We just know it's in the month of February. <laughs> it's sometime in the month of February. Uh, yes. Wait, there's a bowl game going on. In the first quarter of on. 2024. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Should, should we make predictions on the Super Bowl before we Ooh. get too far? I will say, as a distributor of this podcast, that this episode is safe to do it on. Other episodes may not be. Okay. So... So if we you can, want to get it out of the way. Yeah, let's well, do it. Yeah. Because we don't know who the eventual winner is going to be yet unless it's the 49ers, and then you do that. <laughs> well, I know if there's anybody in the room that goes to the game, if they don't come back with a 49er win, don't bother coming back. They should just stay in Las we, Vegas. But we kind of need them back, back JT. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we do? Yeah. 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 I guess but we so. have a diehard, born-and-bred Kansas City person. Guess, can team. we call him a person? Well, <laughs> no, not, not for the next two weeks. Okay, yeah. So it, it's fun in the office. So we got the Chiefs in the 49 You guys have a Chiefs fan on the staff? That's even allowed? We do. I yeah. mean, he wasn't fired he immediately. Well, he's well, gone today. We sent yeah. him to Milwaukee today, yeah. so that's, that's punitive right yeah. there. Yeah. It was Modesto or Milwaukee, and he picked Milwaukee. Yeah. We were talking about what we pulled up because we pull these numbers up every month, and we've been doing it for 15-something years. Anyway. Um, and, it, and, and I'm going to describe it as shock and awe because we knew things had picked up, but we got the final numbers in for the month of January, which just ended. And so our active listings were down a little bit. So that's not anything new or interesting to anyone that's been listening at all or paying attention. But our pending sales for the month were up significantly, 39.6%. Can we round up? Yeah, we can round up 40 about four, about forty percent. So that's job, a, that's JT. a huge jump, and we we have not seen that big a jump in a long time. That's exciting. It, I mean, it, I gotta tell wild. you, yeah, that's exciting because more people are getting to realize their dreams. Yeah, and it gives us a, a look into the future a little bit because our closed sales were also up thirty nine point something percent. So forty percent. Yep, forty percent more. And then our new listings were actually up a little bit, and that's the first time I've said that for a while. But if we look at that, 93 homes came on the market in the, in the area that we take a look at, basically from Napomo to Paso Robles. And then we had 155 going to escrow. So that gap is pretty wide, hmm. which just tells me when all those close, we don't have more homes coming on the market, right. we're not gonna be seeing a big change in the number of homes for sale. Mm-hmm. It's a strong, strong market. It's great to see the buyer activity because it is. you know activity is fun for us yeah, absolutely right? we'd love to see a little more seller activity wouldn't we it, and it's a fascinating market because you know we do have some inventory i mean we got a 241 homes now that's for what a quarter of a million people or more yeah. so not very many when i sit down with a seller a lot of times i tell people you don't learn much when things are going right you learn when things mm-hmm. are going wrong so I look at, you know, oh, here's most of the homes that have sold, and they've sold from 7 to 28 days, mostly the sales. Pretty short time frame. 
and then here's the average homes that are on the market, and they've been on the market 88 days. For some sellers, it's a frustrating time. Mm -hmm. so, so that price is still important, Huge. right? Mm -hmm. People still recognize that and what they have in value, and it's really fascinating how it varies from certain location or property type. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's wild. But um, I think one thing I learned by looking at these is we knew in November and December things were really picking up the activity, and it shows in the numbers of you know pending properties and closed sales. So the momentum started earlier this year than it did last year. We kind of work at sea level. We're, we're in the business every day. Bobby has the opportunity to kind of be up at 5,000 feet looking down on the business. I'm just wondering you know, what you're seeing with the 200 agents that, that report up to Keller Williams through you. We're definitely seeing a lot more offers being written now. So the competition is high, right. which is good to know when you're going in there and setting your own expectations with you will still be competing for those homes because we have lower inventory. But I do feel like we are having more listing appointments and we're going to have some more properties hitting the market. I'm hopeful. That's good for everybody. Yeah, that, that'll be a nice shift, Yeah, right? It's, it's going to get wild, shifts. though, because, yeah, yeah. again, it's like now that people have kind of adjusted to the interest rates, it's not so shocking, it's not right. so scary, they are coming down a bit, it's going to be the wild, wild west again. They're going to be trying to get everything they can. You know, it's interesting. It changes kind of from week to week, too. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's, it's amazing how much things change. When interest rates start to go up, we see an increase in activity because mm -hmm. people are like, well, I better get in before the rates go up. When people are expecting them to come down, it's kind of, well, maybe I'll wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for that sale at the grocery store, you know, wait till my TV is on sale or something like that. So it's interesting how people wait. But if you've been waiting lately, it might not work out for you. Yeah. Right? Because once those rates go down, this is just going to add fuel to the situation exactly. we have with demand mm -hmm. and somewhat limited supply. But hopefully we're going to get relief on that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm interested to hear what James take is on what's going on in the marketplace. I mean, your role as director of marketing is mm -hmm. to get people to, to call in, click in or walk in and, mm -hmm. and, and visit with us about, you know, a real estate transaction. Mm -hmm. what, what do you see happening on our website and, and kind of out there in internet land in terms of the activity? Well, compared to last January, we're up 1,500 views just to our website, right? So it's getting busier. Um, the way it looks like it, it seems like there's a lot of shoppers out there. There's, there's, um, people looking and, and just kind of investigating in property values and they're looking at, they're looking at how they're looking at our team. And, you know, obviously we can see all those on, on the site. So people are shopping. The numbers are showing us that people are starting to shop. So yeah. we're all, we're all saying the same thing in a different way, right? Yeah. There's, there's more activity. There's more interest in the Absolutely. marketplace. Absolutely. And how is been doing great. I mean, there's how many new listings do we have, right? So it's, it's getting busier. I, I think internet traffic, website, people calling on properties, mm -hmm. another barometer, people having questions, inquiring, uh, usually leads to, you know, it's not like they decide on Tuesday that they're going to sell their house. So it usually bodes, it's like a leading indicator, I guess you'd call that, you know, as things come up. So fr from your perspective, Bobby, because, you know, 200 agents, that's a lot of a big picture a versus our little you know portion of that. Mm -hmm. what, what else are you noticing out there in terms of price or what agents are saying, that sort of thing? Um, I just hear a lot of a lot of clients are waiting for that perfect property to mm -hmm. list theirs. And that is unfortunately, it's all it's already too late. If you're waiting to find that perfect property and then list yours, you've already lost. You've lost out. Chances right. are you're not going to be your offer is not going to be accepted. So that is a 
huge conversation that we're having and talking through in our office. That's probably one out of three right now with people yeah. who are considering. So, and that's just educating them. And sometimes as an agent, you know, education comes in the process and they have to lose out on a few before they realize what, what it's going to take. So we are seeing people kind of jump a little bit more now and, and get ready to list their house. And, you know, everyone had the holidays, they had winter, and now they're ready to start doing the work and get ready and hit the market. So if that's like many cases, because we deal with the same thing, obviously, we all mm -hmm. have the same people we know. Um, so they've got a choice. If they need to sell their house, mm -hmm. it's going to be tricky because right. the perfect house for them means somebody else is probably going to like it. Right. And that wouldn't have to sell a house. Exactly. So I, I think people need to know that there's options, mm -hmm. you know, financially, maybe figure out a way to be in a position to buy yep. without selling. Um, what other options do they yeah, have? Yeah, I mean, educate yourself. That you, yeah. you start talking to a lender as soon as this thought even enters in. Don't right. wait. I mean, it's, it's kind of painful watching people all of a sudden fall in love with something and their hearts just yeah. wrapped up in it. And it's like, we could have done this. We could have helped you. We could have coached you through this. Right. You just have to have those conversations sooner and get your ducks in a row. I, I get it. There's trepidation there. I, I think most people, the public needs to know that most agents are not going to be a nuisance. Most people are going to be helpful mm -hmm. in terms of giving them some direction. Absolutely. There might be different levels of that, but at the same time, it's a right. Very good place to start. I do hear people still, though, say, well, there's, you know, what are the chances it's going to have a cash buyer? We don't have, nobody has cash like that. Nobody's, you know, mm -hmm. you need to educate your clients on who they're competing against because, you know, you go in thinking, what are the chances somebody pays full price for this property? We still have plenty, plenty of buyers that have been waiting even through the last few right. years. There's still plenty of money out there and yeah. they're, they're wanting to buy. So, yeah. So preparation, absolutely. if you're going to buy or move, mm -hmm. makes sense. One of the people in the title business was telling us we're over 50% in our county cash buyers, but they were also saying they work in Santa Barbara, mm -hmm. was it Monterey or, you know, a couple other counties, mm -hmm. right? And most of them are like what we used to be, maybe 20 or 30% maximum. Wow. So, I mean, gosh, John, what does that yeah. tell you when we've got more percentage of cash buyers with more sales than most counties? It must be generational money, right? Most, most of it. I, I've seen a lot of people that actually earned it themselves, okay. you know, or they sold a house sold a the, or sold a pro yeah. hello. Yeah. All those Bay area. Yeah. 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 Or you know, a lot of people from the San Joaquin Valley that have, you know, thriving businesses or want to be here. We see all of it. And then geographically it's way wider than it used to be. Well, you know, right? Right. meaning LA, San Francisco, the San Joaquin Valley, that used to be the meat of our mm -hmm. buyer distribution. Now it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. I mean, just think as a resident of this County, uh, it takes a larger share of your income to live here and to yeah. own property here. If if you're a resident of the somewhere in the Central Valley, I'll just pick on Fresno for a second. Yeah, you, you're spending thirty to fifty cents on the dollar for housing mm -hmm. there. Your cost of living is a little bit less there on other areas. Right. So you over time you, you could certainly build up the assets to be able to afford a second home here where. It's a little harder for those of us that, that yeah. have to live here because this is where our life is yeah. to think about having a second house. Yeah. Have to live here? Yeah. I, I mean, I say that well, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad you were joking. Have to live here because this is where our family is or where yeah. our job is. Of course, right. yeah. We, yeah. I mean, yeah, you no, know no. I think this is the best Yeah, place I know. In the world, I've so. never thought I, I would hear that. I have to live here. <laughs> <laughs> I can live anywhere, and yeah. I choose to live yeah. here. Choose to have to. You yeah, choose that's to have good. to. That's it. So, so I would say overall, um, gosh, it's going to be a pretty vibrant 2024. I know every time we, we, we do a podcast, we, we can't do it without touching on interest rates for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, just recently, the Fed's met 
for their January meeting. And I'm not a macro guy. I don't I don't really study macroeconomics, but I did listen to Jerome Powell uh, as he was finishing up his meeting, and basically they're standing pat with the interest rate right now. Yes. So no movement. Uh, his conversation didn't give me a ton of confidence towards a rate reduction in March, but it made me feel a little bit more confident about the rate reductions coming. Yeah. Uh, maybe in May. Yeah. Is that kind of what you read? Or? I, I gleaned a few things yeah. secondhand, you know, that excerpts, basically. It's like, uh, you know, in October, whatever the last meeting was, it was like, yeah. oh gosh, they're going to just, I mean, suddenly people are going, he's always going to open the floodgates. And yeah. now it's more, a little more measured. Yeah. Like, hey, this is, we're not going to do this right away. Mm-hmm. But we're, they're poised to, I, I would guess. So probably just a little bit more of the same, which yeah, I get it. I hope for interest rates reductions more than I know they're coming. Yeah. I I want to know they're coming, but I can't tell you I know they're yeah. coming. But what they're saying sure makes me feel like they're coming, they're just not coming as soon as you know right. all of us would would like. It does create activity in the marketplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so great to purchase now and then refi when they when they go down. That's the, the plan. Yeah. Ben uh, on the last episode Ben um said that you know he thought it was like 80% certainty back in December and then it did drop down to like 65 and it was trending in a different direction and he thought it was going to be more second half of the year anyways for, for a March reduction right. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah for for uh, so like second half of the year is is when you could maybe see it. But I think Bobby brought a good point. It's a good opportunity for you to actually get your stuff together <laughs> if you haven't to this point because you guys are all in this space. You guys are all in the real right. estate space and you're like, okay, well, we feel the movement starting to come. You feel this right. movement starting to come and that's when people need to get prepared. It's like you know putting money on your football team in the first half when they're behind. You get a better return if they hang in there and have a comeback. So, <laughs> did you make a bet at, at halftime last weekend? That, I made a bet. Yeah, good for you from somebody from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, good deal. It was a football bet. Great yeah. job. I have a self-interest in these interest rates. I mean, I've shared this on the podcast before. I I, I got two adult kids. One of them just bought a house, paid a little more interest than he wanted, but he's in a house. And so I can't wait for him to have a, a refinance opportunity. Right. And since he's at six, I want it to get down around five right? so he can make a move. And then, then my other adult child, she'd like to get in the market. And, yep. you know, getting in the market uh, is, is tough right now, as we all talk about yeah. getting yep. in for the first time. And this child, too, JT. I'm yeah. looking to get in. <laughs> yeah. I found a little place I'm going to look at here. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Has anybody shared with you that new mortgage program? I don't even know enough about it to talk intelligently on a podcast, but isn't there a new uh, mortgage program with the state of California where they'll help you with a down payment? I think it's 150000 you can borrow up, kind up of to. up to. Okay, yeah. just very generally, about yeah. 150000 these funds go quickly, state of California. Right. It's a loan. It's interest-free. And yeah. when we say quickly, what was it last Within time? Within a couple of days. Ten days, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And w- we do have a few that closed in our brokerage, and it was absolutely amazing to see yeah. people get in there. But we saw some lines created from that program of other people, so I would right. expect it to go even quicker this time. Yep. Yeah. Th- this time is they're going to do it as a lottery. Oh, gosh. So 
someone like like That's James. Well, there goes my chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, your chances weren't that great without a lottery. That's true. I mean, it, it was so tough to get get yeah. through the process last yeah. time. So, if you're really interested in looking at a property, get to your favorite lender right. that's participating in that program. Get started working with a lender. There's a website you go to and you apply to the lottery. I found and, a lender in Montana that I'm working yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I believe there was, I, I, again, I, I'm, this is from memory, 1,700 to 2,000 names will be drawn in the state of California, which is, which is not a lot of names, but it would be fantastic if you were one of them. Well, the good thing is I know Hal, so I'm sure Hal's got some pool well, in the state. And, and can, yeah. can, can I talk about that off-color comment you made about a lender from out of the state? Because uh, it's a joke well, here. It's an inside joke. Yeah, yeah, my, it's yeah, an yeah. inside joke oh, because maybe, we, yeah. we always promote local lenders. So we had a nice uh, family friend that started out with one lender and agent and missed a few houses. And, you know, I said, oh, okay, we've talked to a lender. Yeah, I'm pre-qualified. It's an internet lender um, that's nationwide. And I go, okay, well, you know, one of the challenges with that is when you get a pre-qual letter from someone that no one knows, that could be a big national company, but they don't have a real track record here. You may not have as much credibility as a cash buyer, uh, a buyer that's got a loan but doesn't have a financing condition, or a buyer that's pre-qualified by a local lender that's known. And so he switched lenders and got his next thing, and he got a better rate, which I didn't expect, because the rates can be fairly comparable. So local lender better chance, better presentation to a seller and that seller's agent that he's going to get that loan. Yep. Okay. And just having that backstop is big. And then, you know, Hey, he got, he got a property. So I'm sure there's some great lenders in Montana, but they're probably great in, in Montana. Montana. Yeah. That's, that's one of the big takeaways. uh, I, I would say I had from my first year or two that I spent with you guys back in the, back in the day when I started. And that's, I, I never understood as a, client or customer i never understood the importance of a local lender right i thought yeah they're all they're all the same but they're not and that was a aha moment for me yeah a, a good local experience you know that's yeah. quality that's knows that's been around there you know they've built a track record for a reason if you have a big national lender that doesn't really have a presence here i'll bet you you've had delays or escrows even fall apart but I'll bet you, since I've been here, I have not seen an escrow fall apart that was with a local lender. Because once the local lender's word is good, the deal's going to close. Yeah, and from an agent standpoint, even if they can both get it done, the ease in working with somebody who, you know, you know you're going to see them at a, at a restaurant or at the next MLS event or whatever it is, getting the communication is huge. We, you guys, these, it's so fun. These are meant for the men. Yeah. Well, I think you can shrink them down. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is definitely yeah. Jay's head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's talking about headphones, by the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, we know, <laughs> and we know Jay. Jay Thank had a you, big Jay. Head. Way to make it uncomfortable. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, is yes. there anything else uh, you guys want to share for the market update? No. For Can't February wait to do this again. 2024, February. Hey, February. One month in already. That's I thought right. it was New Year's a yeah, couple days ago. It was. Thank you very much for. A fun episode as always. And how? let's let everybody know how they can contact Mr. Swayze. Um, sure. You can call our office anytime, 805-781-3750. And we will pick up the phone and be right there for you. Go to HalSwayze.com. Hal Direct. He answers yep. his phone. Yep. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks. guys. We'll see you uh, and talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. Check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on HouseSwayze.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. HouseSwayze.com, that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the House Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750. San Luis Obispo Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze is also on YouTube. Now you can see people talk about real estate in one of California's hottest markets. Get the latest episode on the podcast page at TeamSwayze.com or subscribe to House Swayze on YouTube. Al Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.